0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Course in Miracles daily reading conference call. We read from the text of Course in Miracles, original edition, published by our dear friends of the Course in Miracles Society. You can access an online copy of the original edition by going to jcim.net, or if you mouse over a link at to the top for online edition, you'll see the link to read a Course in Miracles O.E., A-C-I-M-O-E also on that drop down at the very bottom there's a little um, what do you call it when you click on it <laughs> a link a little link to um, subscribe to a daily lesson email that includes both the daily lessons both the text reading that we share every morning here Monday through Friday my name is Lori Cameron as I said we Hold this conference call every Monday through Friday from about 9.15, sometimes later, to about 11 a.m. Eastern. And today we continue our reading of the Manual for Teachers with section 23, Does Jesus Have a spe- Special Place in Healing? And question 24, Is Reincarnation True? We're also mindful of our lesson, lesson 360. Peace be to me, the Holy Son of God. Peace to my brother, who is one with me. Let all the world be blessed with peace through us. And, of course, I couldn't resist touching at least once. um, This beautiful poem from Helen Chuckman in her book, The Gifts of God, The Gifts of Christmas, goes like this Christ passes no one by by this you know he is God's son you recognize his touch in universal gentleness His love extends to everyone his eyes behold the love of God in everything he sees no words but those his father's voice dictates can reach his ears his hands forever hold his brothers And his arms remain outstretched in holy welcome would you look on him and hear him calling you this Christmas Day behold he offers you his eyes to see his ears to listen to his father's voice his hand to hold his brothers in his arms to reach to him as he would reach to you you are as like to him as he to God And you to God because you are like Him. All that He offers you is but your own. Accept His gifts to you this Christmas day, that you who are as God created you may come to recognize the Christ in you. Peace be to me, the Holy Son of God. Let all the world be blessed with peace through us. Amen a perfect poem for today
1: Amen. man
0: yeah. thanks guys Uh pleasure to bring that as it's a pleasure to be here this morning and here's our reading list we have Harrison, Jessica, and Renee Judy will be chiming in sometime later. And is there anyone else you'd like to say good morning? Morning, it's Sandra. I can read. Superb. Thank you, Sandra.
2: I'm ready too, Lori.
0: Most... Thank okay, Judy. Okay, here we go, then. In Section 23, one of my favorites... Does Jesus have a special place in healing? God's gifts can rarely be received directly. Even the most advanced of God's teachers will give way to temptation in this world. Would it be fair if their pupils were denied healing because of this? The Bible says, quote, Ask in the name of Jesus Christ, end quote. Is this merely an appeal to magic? A name does not heal nor does an invocation call forth any special power what does it mean to call on jesus christ what does calling on his name confer why is the appeal to him part of healing mm.
1: harrison 23 does jesus have a special place in healing God's gifts can rarely be received directly. Even the most advanced of God's teachers will give way to temptation in this world. Would it be fair if their pupils were denied healing because of this? The Bible says, quote, Asked in the name of Jesus Christ, unquote. Is this merely an appeal to magic? The name does not heal, nor does an invocation call forth any special power. What does it mean to call up Jesus Christ? but this calling on his name confer. Why is the appeal to him part of healing? Two, we have repeatedly stated that one who has perfectly accepted the atonement for himself can heal the world. Indeed, he has already done so. Temptation may recruit to others, but never to this one. He has become the risen Son of God. He has overcome death because he has accepted life. He has recognized himself as God created him, and in so doing, he has recognized all living things as part of him. There is now no limit on his power, because it is the power of God. So has his name became Name of God, but he no longer sees himself except from capital age him
0: Thank you, Harrison Hi Jessica
3: okay, I'm catching up with where we are because my hold on one second, okay. Um, Okay, so paragraph three, right?
0: Start with two, hon.
3: Oh, start with two. Sorry, sorry. Okay. We have repeat... Oh, (laughs) the next paragraph ends with him also, so I thought that was it. Okay. We have repeatedly stated that one who has perfectly accepted the atonement for himself can heal the world. Indeed, he has already done so. Temptation may recur to others, but never to this one. He has become the risen son of God. He has overcome death because he has accepted life. He has recognized himself as God created him. And in so doing, he has recognized all living things as part of him. There is now no limit on his power because it is the power of God. So has his name become the name of God, for he no longer sees himself as separate from him. Three, what does this mean to you? It means that in remembering Jesus, you are remembering God. The whole relationship of the Son to the Father lies in him. His part in the sonship is also yours and his completed learning guarantees your own success. Is he still available for help? What did he say about this? Remember his promises and ask yourself honestly whether it is likely that he will fail to keep them. Can God fail his son? And can one who is one with God be unlike Him? Who transcends the body has transcended limitation. Would the greater Teacher be unavailable to those who follow Him?
0: Uh, thank you, Gina. thank you, Jessica. I was going to say thank you, Jesus.
4: Um,
0: let's see, Renee.
4: Yes, thank you, Jesus. What does this mean to you? It means that in remembering Jesus, you are remembering God. The whole relationship of the Son to the Father lies in Him. His part in the Sonship is also yours. And His completed learning guarantees your own success. Is He still available for help? What did he say about this? Remember his promises and ask yourself honestly whether it is likely that he will fail to keep them. Can God fail his son? And can one who is one with God be unlike him? Who transcends the body has transcended limitations. Would the greatest teacher be unavailable to those who follow him? The name of Jesus Christ, as such, is but a symbol, but it stands for love that is not of this world. It is a symbol that can be safely, excuse me, it is a symbol that can safely be used as a replacement for the many names of all the gods you pray to. It becomes the shining symbol for the Word of God, so close to what it stands for. That the little space between the two is lost the moment that the name is called to mind. Remembering his name is to give thanks for all the gifts that God has given you. And gratitude to God becomes the way in which he is remembered. For love cannot be far behind a grateful heart and thankful mind. God enters easily, for these are the true conditions your coming home.
0: Oh, thank you, Renee.
4: And
5: Sandra. Four. The name of Jesus Christ as such is but a symbol, but it stands for love that is not of this world. It is a symbol that can safely be used as a replacement for the many names of all the gods you pray to. It becomes the shining symbol for the Word of God and so close to what it stands for that the little space between the two is lost the moment that the name is called to mind. Remembering His name is give thanks for all the gifts that God has given you and gratitude to God becomes the way in which He is remembered for love cannot be far behind a grateful heart and thankful mind. God enters easily, for these are the true conditions for your homecoming, for your coming home. Five, Jesus has led the way. Why would you not be grateful to him? He has asked for love, but only that he might give it to you. You do not love yourself. But in his eyes, your loveliness is so complete and flawless, that he sees in it an image of his Father. You become the symbol of his his Father here on earth. To you he looks for hope, because in you he sees no limit and no stain mar your beautiful perfection. In his eyes, Christ's vision shines in perfect constancy. He has remained with you. Would you not learn the lesson of salvation through His learning? Why would you choose to start again when He had made the journey for you?
0: Oh, thank you, Sandra and Judy. Thank you.
2: Jesus has led the way. Why would you not be grateful to him? He has asked for love, but only that he might give it to you. You do not love yourself, but in his eyes, your loveliness is so complete and flawless that he sees in it an image of his father. You become the symbol of his father here on earth. To you he looks for hope, because in you he sees no limit and no stain to mar your beautiful perfection. In his eyes, Christ's vision shines in perfect constancy. He has remained with you. Would you not learn the lesson of salvation through his learning? Would you or why would you choose to start again when he has made the journey for you? No one on earth can grasp what heaven is or what its one capital creator really means, yet we have witnesses. It is to them that wisdom would appeal. There have been those whose learning far exceeds what we can learn, nor would we teach the limitations we have laid on us. No one who has become a true and dedicated teacher of God forgets his brothers, yet what he can offer them is limited by what he learns himself. Then turn to one. who who laid all limits by and went beyond the farthest reach of learning. He will take you with him, for he did not go alone, and you were with him then as you are now.
0: Oh, boy. Thank you, Judy. Let's see, has anyone joined us? Would there be a new reader for paragraph six and uh, seven in section 23 of the manual? Paragraph six and seven. All right, back to you, Harrison.
1: Six, no one on earth can grasp what heaven is or what is one creator, capital C, really means. That we have witnesses. This to them, that wisdom would appear. There have been those whose learning far exceed what you can learn, nor will we teach the limitations we have laid on us. No one who has become a true and dedicated teacher of God forgets his brothers' Yes. What he can offer them is limited by what he learns himself. And turned to one who laid all limits by and went beyond the Father's reach of learning. He will take you with him, for he did not go alone and you were with him then as you are now. Seven, this course has come from him because his words have reached you in a language you can love and understand. Are other teachers possible to lead the way to those who speak in different tongues and appeal to different symbols. Certainly there are. Would God leave anyone without a very present help in time of trouble? A Savior who can symbolize chapter 8 himself Yet, do we need a many-faceted curriculum? Not because of content differences, but because symbols must shift and change to suit the need. Jesus has come to answer yours. In Him, you find God's answer. Do you then teach with him, for he is with you. He is always there. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Uh, Yes, indeed. Thank you, Harrison. Let's see. So then, Jessica, would you like to finish that section and and roll right into... um, Section 24, please. Let's see. Are you still with us, Jess? Well, she might have had to take a call. Um, Renee, would you be able to finish that section and take us into 24?
4: My pleasure. Thank you. This force has come from him because his words have reached you in a language you can love and understand. Are other teachers possible to lead the way to those who speak in different tongues and appeal to different symbols? Certainly, there are would God leave anyone without a very present help in time of trouble? A savior who can symbolize himself? Yet, do we need a, a many-faceted curriculum? Not because of content differences, but because symbols must shift and change. Suit the need. Jesus has come to Your answer yours. In him you find God's answer. Do you then teach with him? For he is with you. He is always here. 24. Is reincarnation true? In the ultimate sense, reincarnation is impossible. There is no past nor future, and the idea of birth into a body has no meaning, either once or many times. Reincarnation cannot then be true in any real sense. Our only question should be, is the concept helpful? And that depends, of course, on what is it used for. If it is used to strengthen the recognition of the eternal nature of life, it is helpful indeed. In any other... Excuse me. Is any other question about it really useful in lighting up the way? Like many other beliefs, it can be bitterly misused. At least, such misuse offers preoccupation and perhaps pride in the past. At worst, it induces inertia in the present, in between many kinds of folly. Are possible thank you Renee um,
0: Jessica are you with us yet yes I am <laughs> Okay, dokie um, so we're uh, reincarnation if you'd
3: like to do one and two please thank you so much um, one and two in the ultimate sense oh title is reincarnation true? In the ultimate sense, reincarnation is impossible. There is no past nor future. And the idea of birth into a body has no meaning, either once or many times. Reincarnation cannot then be true in any real sense. Our only question should be, quote, is the concept helpful? Unquote. And that depends, of course, on what it is used for. If it is used to strengthen the recognition of the eternal nature of life, it is helpful indeed. Is, it, is any other question about it really useful in lighting up the way? Like many other beliefs, it can be bitterly misused. At least, Such misuse offers preoccupation and perhaps pride in the past. At worst, it induces inertia in the present. In between, many kinds of folly are possible. Um, Two, reincarnation would not, under any circumstances, be the problem to be dealt with now. If it were responsible for some of the difficulties the individual faces now, his task would be, would still be only to escape from them now. If he's laying the groundwork for a future life, he can still work out his salvation only now. To some, there may be comfort in the concept, and if it heartens them, its value is self-evident. It is certain, however, that the way to salvation can be found by those who believe in reincarnation and by those who do not. The idea cannot, therefore, be regarded as essential to the curriculum. There is always some risk in seeing the present in terms of the past. There is always some good in any thought which strengthens the idea that life and the body are not the same. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Jessica. And let's see. Uh we switched. There we go. Okay, so then Sandra, please.
5: Reincarnation would not under any circumstances be the problem to be dealt with now. If it were responsible for some of the difficulties the individual faces now, his task would still be only to escape from them now. If he is laying the groundwork for a future life, he can still work out his salvation only now. To some, there may be comfort in the concept, and if it is, and if it heartens them, its value is self-evident. It is certain, however, that the way to salvation can be found by those who believe in reincarnation, and by those who do not. The idea cannot, therefore, be regarded as essential to the curriculum. There is always some risk in seeing the present in terms of the past. There is always some good in any thought which strengthens the idea that life and the body are not the same. Three. For our purposes, it would not be it would not be helpful to take any definite stand on reincarnation. A teacher of God should be as helpful as those who believe in it as as to those who do not. If a definite stand on it were required of him, it would merely limit his usefulness as well as his own decision-making. Our course is not concerned with any concept that is not acceptable to anyone, regardless of his formal beliefs. His ego will be enough for him to cope with, and it is not part of wisdom to add sectarian controversies to his burdens. Nor would there be an advantage to his premature acceptance of the Course merely because it advocates a long-held belief of his own.
0: Thank you, Sandra and Judy.
2: Thank you. Three, for our purposes, it would not be helpful to take any definite stand on reincarnation. A teacher of God should be as helpful to those who believe in it as to those who do not. If a definite stand on it were required of him, it would merely limit his usefulness as well as his own decision-making. Our Course is not concerned with any concept that is not acceptable to anyone, regardless of his formal beliefs. His ego will be enough for him to cope with, and it is not the part of wisdom to add sectarian controversies. To his burdens, nor would there be an advantage to his premature acceptance of the Course merely because it advocates a long-held belief of his own. It cannot be too strongly emphasized that this Course aims at a complete reversal of thought. When this is finally accomplished, issues such as the validity of reincarnation become meaningless. Until then, they are likely to be merely controversial. The teacher of God is therefore wise to step away from all such questions, for he has much to teach and learn apart from them. He should both learn and teach that theoretical issues but waste time, draining it away from its appointed purpose. If there are aspects to any concept or any belief that will be helpful, he will be told about it. He will also be told how to use it. What more need he know?
0: Thank you, Judy. Uh, Let's see. We're going to just go right back to you, Harrison.
1: Okay. For it cannot be too strongly emphasized that this course aims at a complete reversal of thought. We're reading again. It cannot be too strongly emphasized that this course aims at a complete reversal of thought. When this is finally accomplished, issues such as the validity of reincarnation become meaningless. Until then, are likely to be merely controversial. The teacher of God is therefore wise to step away from all such questions, but he has much to teach and learn apart from them. We should both learn and teach that theoretical issues but waste time. Brain it away from its appointed purpose. If there are aspects to any concept or belief that will be helpful, you will be told about it. You will also be told how to use it. What more need he you know? five? Does this mean that the teacher of God should not believe in reincarnation himself or discuss it with others who do? The answer is certainly not. If he he does believe in reincarnation, it would be a mistake for him to denounce the belief Unless his internal teacher, Chapter T, tea, so advised. And this is most unlikely. He might be advised that he is misusing the belief in some way which is detrimental to his pupil's advance or his own. Reinterpretation would then be recommended because it, it would be necessary. All that must be recognized, however, is that birth is not the beginning and that is not the end. All that must be recognized, however, is that birth was not to be getting, and that is not the end. That even this much is not required from the beginner. He need merely accept the idea of what he knows is not necessarily. All there is to learn. This journey has begun.
0: Oh, I love that! Thank you, Harrison. Um, and Jessica.
6: Okay. <clears throat>
3: um. Okay, paragraph five. Does this mean, okay, does this mean that the teacher of God should not believe in reincarnation himself or discuss it with others who do? The answer is certainly not. If he does believe in reincarnation, it would be a mistake for him to renounce the beliefs unless his internal teacher so advised. And this is most unlikely. He might be advised that he is misusing the belief in some way which is detrimental to his pupil's advance or his own. Reinterpretation would then be recommended because it would be necessary. All that must be recognized, however, is that birth was not the beginning and death is not the end. Yet even this much is not required of the beginner. He need merely accept the, the idea that what he knows is not necessarily all there is to learn. His journey has begun. The emphasis of this course always remains the same. It is at this moment that complete salvation is, oh, okay, uh, let me read that over. The, the emphasis of this course, it always remains the same. It is, it is at this moment that complete salvation is offered you and it is at this moment that you can accept it. This is still your one responsibility. Atonement might be equated with total escape from the past and total lack of interest in the future. Heaven is here. There is nowhere else. Heaven is now. There is no other time. No teacher that does not lead to this is of concern to God's teachers. I'm sorry, no teaching that does not lead to this is of concern to God's teachers. All beliefs will point to this if properly interpreted. In this sense, it can be said that their truth lies in their usefulness. All beliefs that lead to progress should be honored. This is the sole criterion this course requires. No more than this is necessary.
0: Thank you, Jessica. Uh, and
4: Brene. The emphasis of this course always remains the same. It is at this moment that complete salvation is offered you, and it is at this moment that you can accept it. This is still your one responsibility. Atonement must be equated with total escape from the past and lack of interest in the future. Heaven is here. There is nowhere else. Heaven is now. There is no other time. No teaching that does not lead to this is a concern to God's teachers. All beliefs will point to this if properly interpreted In this sense, it can be said that their truth lies in their usefulness. All beliefs that lead to progress should be honored. This is the sole criterion. This course requires no more than this is necessary.
0: Thank you, Renee. And thank you so much, everyone who read this morning. Oh, it's been a real delight. And I wonder, has anyone given some thought to leading our lesson reflection this morning? We'd sure appreciate a volunteer. This is Sandra I can. Thank you so much, Sandra.
5: Okay. We're in the section of What Am I? And the lesson today is Lesson 360. Peace be to me, the Holy Son of God. Peace to my brother, who is one with me. Let all the world be blessed with peace through us. And I'm going to read a little bit from What Am I. I am God's daughter, complete and healed and whole, shining in the reflection of her love. In me is her creation sanctified and guaranteed eternal life. In me is love perfected, fear impossible, and joy established without opposite. I am the holy home of God herself. I am the heaven where her love resides. I am her holy sinlessness itself for in my purity abides her own. Lesson 360 Peace be to me, the Holy Son of God. Peace to my brother, who is one with me. Let all the world be blessed with peace through us. Father, it is your peace that I would give, receiving it of you. I am your son forever, just as you created me. For the great rays remain forever still and undisturbed within me. I would reach to them in silence and in certainty. For nowhere else can certainty be found. Peace be to me and peace to all the world. In holiness were we created And in holiness do we remain. Your son is like to you in perfect sinlessness. And with this thought we gladly say, Amen. Let's take five minutes and reflect on them. lesson 360 peace be to me the holy son of god peace to my brother who is one with me let all the world be blessed with peace through us amen amen it's beautiful thank you so much amen
1: Thank
5: you so much, Sandra. You're welcome. For me, this lesson is about giving and receiving being one. It says, Father, it is your peace that I would give, receiving it of you. So when I extend peace and love to my brothers and sisters, even when I don't agree with what they're doing, even when I think something should change, when I extend that peace and love and sometimes forgiveness, it's because I know I have received it directly from my Creator. And in order for me to know that I have received it and to actually have the experience of receiving it, I have to give it which makes giving and receiving one. I'm
0: complete. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Uh, I came through loud and clear. Thank you, Sandra.
1: Good morning, Charis, and I love the final lessons and the final summary, what am I? It just goes to the heart of what the course has been teaching us for this last year. It's all about telling us who we are. And most, if not all of us, started out thinking that we were separate from God. And most importantly, separate from each other. I, we had different bodies and distinct personalities. We were different genders. We were different personalities. We had different histories. Uh, In this world, in our experience uh, before the course, we thought of ourselves as distinct personalities um, and that our relationship with God Continuous at best. Uh, For some of us, we thought of God as this judge who was judging uh, every thought and every behavior. Uh, And many of us have. Devon from that idea um, and perhaps see God as uh, a non participant in our lives. And I'm told so, I shall so appreciate this summary because. It describes very clearly my relationship with God. I am God's Son. I'm God's creation, complete and healed and holy shining in the reflection of his life. This paragraph is one that you have been able to remember. Just take it to heart. me, is his creation sanctified and guaranteed? eternal life. That's me. When I think beyond my experience as a body, when I can accept even for a moment that my body and my personality and Harrison and his past and his relationships is not who I am. I don't have to condemn Harrison because Harrison never existed. All of the things that I thought Harrison did disappear when I come to the realization of who I am. I'm Not Harrison. I didn't have to condemn Harrison has Harrison ever existed. Only God's perfect Son, only God's perfect creation has existed. that who I and you have always been. complete. And healed and whole, shining in the reflection of His love. Ah, me and even the, the, the. Separate appearing to you is His creation, sanctified and guaranteed eternal life. And me, collective me, is love, perfected, fear, impossible, and joy established without our lives. I, the collected God, am the holy home of God Himself. I'm having His love resides. I am His holy sinlessness, itself. for in my purity abides His own. I'm working hard to let this be my response to everything the ego has taught me. Everything that I ever believed is true as a body as Harrison. This will This idea, this thought will undo all fear, all guilt, all pain, all suffering, all that's left is the eternal life that was given us in our creation. We were created perfect. We were created eternal. And so we remain. That's the truth of who we are. And our task throughout these 365 lessons and all the reading of the text and the many work for Jesus is about arriving at that one conclusion. I am God's son. In the text, he says, not one illusion is a gorgeous trace. Not one spot of darkness still remains to hide the face of Christ from anyone. The sun is still in the quietness God has given him into his home and is at peace at last. What an incredible ending to this journey. A complete...
0: I I just loved hearing every bit of that, Harrison. Thank you so much.
6: Thank you, Harrison. I, I didn't hear every bit of it. I came in in the middle. What was the thought that ends all suffering? Is it, I am God's son? Is that what it is?
1: Yes, ma'am. I am as God created me. I am God's son, complete and healed and whole, shining in the reflection of his love.
6: Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful,
2: i um, this is just wonderful love listening to you here thank you everybody, for reading the um, the peace that passes all human understanding um, that we are in this world, but we're not of it um, be you of good cheer because I have a I have overcome the world, and, um, you know, that the voice of the Holy Spirit is a voice for joy, wholehearted, which means whole mind and heart and soul, voice for God is a voice for joy, and that God gave us that voice so we wouldn't forget him. You know, this course taught me so much, and how to experience it, you know, the means the means to experience it, using time constructively. The way it speaks of in our readings, you know, the time is here, heaven is here, heaven is now. Um, there's no other place and there's no other time. And you know, it's like you're either in hell or in heaven, depending on who you're, you're hanging out with. Whether whether I'm host to God. Or hostage to the ego, and um, it's as simple a choice as that. Um, the immediacy of my salvation is always offered to me. The peace of God. God created me. How God created me. I love this book so much, just so much. It's so freed me from so many false beliefs, and you know the the test for the validity of beliefs is right in the beginning of the course. It's like, test every belief you have against this, this truth, and you will see whether your belief is valid or not, whether it's true or false. And the course teaches how to do this, you know, whether it's true or false, whether you should believe it or not, whether it's real or not, whether you believe reality as God created you, is immortal, is pure consciousness, is purely spirit in a state of holy grace, unchangeable. This is my changeless state, unalterable, indisturbable, forever, immortally, this is who I am. I have this awareness. I can have it here and now, right here, right now, immediate. and. I am is the ticket that's the portal. Be still and know I am. Those holy, sacred, immortal world words, words, the, the word. <laughs> he spoke. <laughs> Everything after, afterwards came, became the expression of it. Judy, Harrison, Lori, Renee, um, whoever else. they'd. Um, you know, I mean, trees, birds, sky, earth, world, universes but I am understanding what heaven and the creator of heaven is it's like wow Wow. it's beyond the mind the limited minds that we use here in the brain and the body beyond the body mind but we have this, this ticket, this course this practice this beautiful practice practicing Remembering who we are in truth, and I—I I was strong in, in 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 Christ consciousness this morning, and in gratitude—that gratitude that it speaks of in the reading—that for being able, having the ability to be knowingly Christ consciousness, as it's instructed in the book in the text in the course you know it's like how do we how do we apply these principles to our daily living how do we test the validity of what's true and false how true is pain in the mind of god it's like it doesn't exist there and i can tell you that that's exist there. <laughs> pain and suffering are the opposite And the lesson, the, um, the, um, course really brought me to the, to the land of no opposites. This is the peace of God, the peace that opposes nothing, that God would even honor our miscreation and not, and be such a gentleman that he wouldn't insult us by reminding us how foolish we are because we've forgotten our perfection. You fools. He didn't say that, but the Course gently tries to teach us that. Don't forget to laugh. You're really being silly. You're being afraid. You are love itself. How can you be afraid of anything? Love encompasses everything, including fear. It would shine the light on it. But the lesson today really brought me uh, to this. The text reading that talks about JC being our model for thought, the model for thinking, and ergo, the model for correct behavior, the golden rule, as I think of myself, I think of you. As I look upon myself, I look upon you. And if I know I have the holiness of God in me, I'm certainly not going to tread on you whether I think you're mistaken or not, it's not my judgment call. (laughs) Because we're all one and we're all just bouncing reflections like a kaleidoscope off each other in order to recognize and realize that. Do I see how beautiful you are? How absolutely beautiful you are? Do you know how absolutely beautiful you are? I read something earlier today about the inestimable worth that we should honor and appreciate in one another. And how judgment, you guys have heard me say this, slices and dices up our reality according to what it likes and doesn't like. This is sort of judgment. And in that judging, we are judging ourselves and diminishing our own inestimable value that I am, at the same time I'm doing it to you, I'm doing it to myself. And the loss of the perfect sense of the wholeness and completion that I am, the totality of my reality, that I have the, the mind that's capable of imagining universes upon universes. You know, that these telescopes are finally showing us and microscopes are finally showing us in the opposite direction, nano, nano, nanos of atoms, electrons, and all that jazz. I mean, it's it's the magnificence of creation and how we at this time in space are being called to recognize ourselves as who and what we are. This calling of Christ, from Christ, the second coming of Christ, J.C., Bring us home. Let's all let's all get the chance to see and know what true heaven as home is. When, today, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> I'm ready. <gasps> I just love that stuff. I love being in love with love itself and loving everything as love itself. The simplicity of the universal call, the capital universe. Capital call is for love love calling for love to be itself, and that there is no place and no time where love is not, there is no place or no time where God is not I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm seamlessly extending joy to everyone and everything today. <laughs> I'm complete. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you, Judy. guess what? Nothing has ever happened to separate us from the love of God. Nothing. That's it. Acceptance. Yeah. Acceptance. It's all that I Thank you.
2: Thank you, Harrison. You reminded me quickly, and then I'll be still. The um, In the beginning, I started reading the beginning of the book over, from the beginning of the book over again, and um, there's a line where J.C. says, in order to accept the Atonement for yourself, You have to recognize the use of time according to the Holy Spirit, and it's always in the eternal now, being here and present. And and the second part was he said that you have to recognize that the release from the past and the unconcern for the future, which it refers to in our text reading today, is the acceptance that... In God's mercy you are forgiven of any hateful expression or hurtful expression that you've ever done. And I read that and I sat with that for I don't know how long I sat with that but you know that's that's a lot to accept to accept the perfect love of God but to accept that forgiveness because Judy's the one that can't forgive Judy. God doesn't have a problem. <laughs> I, don't, I know he doesn't have a problem loving me in spite of myself. I know many people who have loved me in spite of me. But Judy doesn't. That's the that's the thing. And it's so important that I recognize that. I have to accept it for my mini self. Even if she doesn't exist. Even if she's in a figment of of an imagination that's separate from God. I don't know. I don't know how all that works, but I feel it. I feel it at a very visceral level And that accepting that forgiveness for myself is the only way I can give it. So this is very important to me. Amen. Thank you. I'll be still now.
0: Thanks, Judy. Given, I must accept. <clears throat> oh, sorry, and I sure do. I sure do love question 23. In the name of Jesus Christ. I was looking at, um, let's see, how did I get there from here? I was looking back at that wonderful question way back in the ego body illusion. Uh, That wonderful question the mind the mind must learn to ask where am I to go for protection and in in that section it's in the ego body illusion he he talks about how uh, the ego views the body as its home but at the same time doesn't consider the body good enough for it and all of this uh, confusion that goes on with identity uh, the mind becomes literally dazed, but it must learn to ask the question, "Where am I to go for help?" And that question, the ego works really hard to keep that question uh, obliterated from your mind. But he says we must learn to ask that question consciously: "Where am I to go for help?" and uh, of course, to me the answer is is Jesus Christ. Why start over again when one has already made the journey for you? These two questions uh, together, twenty-three and twenty-four, um, also to me address uh, something really important about time. We're we're all the way through this course, being directed toward uh, the return of the memory of God into our waking mind. That being the goal, the memory of God, speaks to something we knew once but forgot, you know? Um, The return of something forgotten, the memory of God. Um, That memory and where am I to go for help together speak to um something really important to me about time that because of the dazed condition of my mind um I'm really really confused about time but we're told in the is reincarnation true section that the atonement might be equated with Total escape from the past, escape from it, escape from the past, and lack of interest in the future. Isn't that interesting? i think it's I think it's utterly interesting. And when I consider um, that along with that marvelous paragraph, that marvelous paragraph six paragraph six and does Jesus have a special place in healing he says as regards this question of the day's mind where am I to go for help he says turn to one turn to one who has laid all limits by and went beyond the farthest reach of learning went beyond that is to say uh, the farthest reach of learning is knowledge you know, the unlimited um, experience of unity with God and with creation. Turn to one who laid all limits by and went beyond the farthest reach of learning. He will take you with him. He will take you with him, for he did not go alone. And you were with him then, as you are now. You were with him then. Can I imagine what that's like? To have walked that way to Calvary, to have walked out of that tomb. You are with him then as you are now. His life is my own, my life is his. Turn to one who laid all limits by. What do I need to do other than that? You know? Um, I love, Sandra the way you talk about I'm part of the resurrection. And that's, you know, what we're invited to uh, live. For that to be my experience. Um, Not because I'm gone off in some other place, but because of that experience, I have access to a way of blessing that's needful in this world. um, That's needful for me to maintain my awareness of truth you know the only way I can maintain that awareness is by recognizing it's a total commitment that there's no time off <laughs> you know? you don't get breathers um, and that's a good thing that's a very good thing it's the proper use of time it's um it's life You know, birth is not the beginning, death is not the end. I I noticed something this morning that I hadn't recognized um, the full import of it in that very second paragraph in the section about Jesus Christ. He's the one who has overcome death. And accepting atonement, he says, is to overcome death because he has accepted life he has accepted life um, that's really big for me today and I'm, I'm really glad that I noticed it uh, because every little um every, every little uh, realization uh, along the way um, fills out the picture a little bit better for me and one time I've told you this story before and I can't remember all the details but I was with my sister and and she was telling me all the troubles she was having and and why she had to make a change in her life and I was sharing that moment with her when out of my mouth came the words yeah but eternity is already here and um, and and we can know that in thought and i you know i i know that thought but um the realization that eternity is already here um tells me something about the nature of what i've let go of i've let go of the idea that death is the end you know oh wow i didn't realize that and that's really good and everything but even beyond that um, something I've noticed is that, like little cat feet, snuck up behind me without my being aware of it, is noticing that I love life. I love life, and I never loved life before. You know, um, I mean, sure, it had its moments, um, but the fact that I love life is is kind of neat. And this is. Um, to me, what the journey is like, um, every step along the way is a path to a brighter picture, a fuller picture, uh, a larger perspective that widens not just the path for me, but for anyone with whom I share it, you know? And that's the purpose of the whole affair. Uh to be like you said, Sandra, to be blessed and then blessed, to to receive and then give. It's the privilege of the forgiven to forgive, you know? Um, I give the miracles I have received. By grace I am released, by grace I will release. Uh the only way to maintain awareness of this gift is to share it. And it's the sharing of it. Um that makes me um, realize how much I love life. He has accepted life. He has accepted life. And for me, that would have been utterly and absolutely impossible without Elder Brother, um, whose vision of me uh, transformed my vision of myself and of life and of Creation of everything <clears throat> and um and so this this course has come from him. don't you love that? And so this course can come from, has come from him in a language not just a language you can understand, but in a language you love and uh beautiful sonnets of poetry that speak directly to the heart, you know without the mind's awareness. Every lesson after lesson one hundred is a is a giant poem you know in a language you can love that speaks directly to your heart that sneaks in behind my mind's limited awareness and um and broadens uh, my picture with um ever expanding vistas as he says, so what a wonderful journey it is, and what a wonderful. Uh, experience it is to be able to uh, dialogue about uh, truth with like-minded companions knowing that uh, while we might have very different traditions and cultures and life experiences uh, we do have a common spiritual experience and realization that the mind we share is shared by all our brothers and as we see them, truly, they will be healed. Isn't that marvelous? You know, to know that the tiny little picture of my eyes have of you, the tiny little photograph, the tiny little snapshot, that um, is a two-dimensional picture of you, nothing compared to the, the beauty of of the altar within you know where the great rays shine eternally knowing that that same experience is for all of us is that just the most marvelous thing in the world I tell you it just gives me goosebumps all over to know that our father blesses each and every one of us the same way with the same experience, and um, and as I said, what a privilege it is to dialogue with with like minded people about these things that mean so very much so thank you one and all and uh, I'm with you, Harrison. I sure do love the, the way this course of uh, fires just beautiful symphonic conclusion he was with you then you were with him then as he is with you now you know what is time what is time when we can have recognition of that timeless experience of the heart I'm complete thank you everyone Thank you for, for coming during this holiday season to give your attention and and contribution to the way we discuss things here. I'm very grateful. I'm
6: complete. Thank you so much,
1: Lori. Thank you, Lori. Thank you for your dedication that you in the morning is what happened so so appreciative well it's the best thing that
0: ever happened to me Harrison thank you aw
6: you know um Earlier, Lori, in your talk just now, you were talking about time, not being bound by time, and yesterday, when I was looking at some vibrational essences, like such as flower essences and stuff, um, I saw there was one I tested strongly for, so that would traditionally tell me I should buy it, uh, that's... About not being restrained or bound by time, so I don't know what's in it. I don't know what flowers or what gemstones or whatever vibrational remedies are in there, but that's what it was called. It, you know, uh, that's the meaning of what it was called. And it used the word time, not being restricted by time. So I thought that was interesting. I don't know. I've had my share of suffering, but it's been in my mind. And maybe everybody does, you know? Maybe I've just been more aware of it than the average person. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, I like to say, I don't know what I did in a previous life or what was done to me, even in this life, to deserve to suffer that much, but the thing is, I've been so inspired by the fact that I tried to be spiritual and understand the truths of life and everything and to be a loving person since I was a kid, practically, before I was a teenager, you know, um, just, my mind has suffered so much, but, you know, like I said it's the ego, it's the body, it's the world. And maybe that's exactly how everybody suffers when they're in the ego, in the body, and in and of the world. You know, maybe everybody suffers exactly the same amount if there is such a thing as an amount. But it's just that... People maybe cover it over by their what they have to do for a living, what kids or grandkids or people they have to take care of, what's on the news, what they have to do to get ready for Christmas or some other holiday, people coming over, they're going over to somebody's house or to travel to somebody's house for a holiday or for a vac- go on a vacation, and all those things that. As an adult, I haven't done very much of. So, I didn't have the opportunity to cover what was the process of my mind over with those things. I had a lot of time to sit and think. Because I never spent a lot of time doing housework anyway. Because I, I didn't feel like it. So, I wasn't real good at that. But, um but... I guess, the point I'm trying to make, let's see, what is the point I'm trying to make? I think that, you know, the Course has famous examples of telling us that, for instance, there is no order of difficulty in miracles. That, you know, it's as easy to raise somebody from the dead as it is to cure a hangnail type of thing. That's my favorite example. And... um I would bet, I haven't directly asked Jesus about this question, but I would bet that if I asked Jesus about suffering, that he would say it's all the same, no matter what it appears to look like in the world, that some people are suffering more than others, the poor people that don't have enough to eat or don't have clean water to drink, the people in wars, and the people in the middle class, and even the rich people, and people in power and people out of power, and all that stuff, that we're all the same on the inside. You know, either we're in the world, or in fear, right, or we're in love, or in God. So I guess that's the point I'm trying to make, is that I'm no different than you, you're no different than me, we're all the same, and that makes sense also because how can we be one that he says we are and all the spiritual teachers say we are one um, without being basically the same on the inside? We have the same feelings, the same kinds of thoughts, the same desires, the same everything. You know. So in the long run. So anyway, thanks for hearing me share and hearing you. I know you're hearing me with your heart. It's the same word, basically, here and heart, and uh, I love you. Thanks, I'm complete.
0: Thank you, Ida.
1: <coughs> love you too, Ida. To-
0: very expansive.
6: Thanks. In astrology, very expansive planet. (laughs) Hi, this is
5: Sandra. And sometimes I find myself exactly where you're at, where I compare. And that is the worst thing in the world for me to do. (laughs) I can't compare myself with anybody. I can't compare my curriculum with anybody else's curriculum. It's a very personal curriculum that I co-created with God, that you co-created with God. It's the opportunity. And some of us picked some pretty difficult curriculums, but it's but it's what we picked. And so I, I for one, cannot compare my curriculum with anybody else's because it makes me miserable. I'm complete.
0: Oh, thank you very thank much you, Sandra
3: you're Sandra.
0: you know I that's perfect that's just a perfect place in this recording I had um, in advance I had three possibilities and one of them was this um, <coughs> Christ message 2023 is called and it's so perfect for what you just shared Sandra with Ida it's a channeled message, uh, specifically for the time we find ourselves in right this very minute. It goes like this. The Christ in you is unique, as there is nothing else like it in this or any other universe. It has pre- prevailed while expressing as you in all your wonderful peculiarities and experiences. It has tempered your ego when you were involved in all of life's myriad stressors. It asked you to consider the viewpoint of your true self, the soul of God. It has been ignored time and again, and yet it always continues to knock on the door and ask you to reconsider. Becoming Christ involves a never-ending journey into the unknown. It involves leaving the known from the ego's point of view and stepping out on the edge to see clearly, to see as God would have you see. Christ sees oneness everywhere, even within separation and division, the only gifts the ego has ever given the world. On a day focused on parties and gift-giving in the material sense, Christ is, in and of itself, a gift to you and all. It is a gift that never stops going out of style. It never runs out of batteries. It never stops giving. It gives the gifts of wisdom, of peace, of clarity. It suggests next steps, or it suggests stillness. Its voice is not loud and bombastic. It is quiet, but confident in its knowing. You are the Christ in 2023. Your friend is the Christ where she lives, and your brother is the Christ where he lives. In a complicated world such as this, one Christ will not be sufficient. We need many in every locality. This is what the second coming looks like in truth. Bless you, child of God. Bless you for your willingness to go on this journey to your Christ self. Bless you for listening to your soul from one moment to the next. Despite whatever may transpire in the ego that physical world this next year, Christ will only get stronger as an individual and collective expression in 2024 and beyond. What a gargantuan quantum leap. And he thanks us. Boy, I was really happy to to repeat that message this morning. You'll find it in uh, it's totality or Christina Strutt on Facebook, co creating clarity.org. So, thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for joining every morning, for being open to this wonderful uh, coming to know. Very grateful. I'll end the recording.